0: Welcome to the Top 3 by E3, a monthly podcast about the intersection between engineering, energy, and project finance. My name is Ginger Albom, Managing Director at E3, and I'll be your host today. And today, I'm joined by Al Rettenmeyer, Head of E3's Oil, Gas, and Chemicals Practice. Welcome, Al.
1: Thanks, Ginger. Very happy to be here today.
0: Well, we're happy to have you. I'm looking forward to today's topic. Tell us what we're going to be talking about.
1: Okay. Well, today, this is our third podcast about hydrogen. And today we're going to discuss hydrogen as a vehicle fuel. So we'll focus on that. Now, in the last podcast, we discussed the production of green hydrogen. And to me, one of the coolest things about hydrogen is that you can use just sunlight as an energy source and you can produce hydrogen with electrolysis. And then you can put that hydrogen in a vehicle and drive around. And uh, it seems to me it's like the perfect space fuel, you know, for when we send people to Mars, we'll all be able to make our own hydrogen and drive around. I think it's
0: so cool. I mean, science is amazing. It's amazing. I love it.
1: I do, too. So glad I'm a a science oriented person. But um, but seriously, uh, hydrogen as a vehicle fuel is something that large companies are really looking at hard now. And they have been for a few years. In fact, today, you can buy a hydrogen vehicle from Toyota, Honda, or Hyundai. Uh, They all make uh, hydrogen vehicles. And depending on where you live, you can drive that new car down to a filling station and fill it up with hydrogen.
0: I did not realize that you could, as an, you know, as an individual go by a hydrogen vehicle, you know, you see them, um, you know, like you see hydrogen buses and things like that, but, uh, you know, some mass transportation, but that's, that's interesting. That's neat. So,
1: um,
0: so Al, how much hydrogen does it take to fill up?
1: Well, it's a good question. Um, it takes about five or six kilograms of hydrogen to fill your tank. And with that, you'll have a range of about three to four hundred miles, depending on a number of factors, efficiency of your particular vehicle and also, you know, the conditions um, if you're going up the mountain or down the mountain. And the, the nice thing about it is you can fill that vehicle up with five to six kilograms in about five minutes. So it doesn't take very long. And that's unlike electric vehicles. You know, electric vehicles take hours to charge. And, uh, of course, they're all working on that, trying to trying to streamline the charging process for electric vehicles. But today, if you want a short trip to the gas station or filling station or charging station, hydrogen is probably the way to go. Now, the other thing um, you might not know, but you can buy other vehicles uh, today. Uh, and in fact, it's pretty common uh, that forklifts are powered with hydrogen. And if you think about it, most forklifts, operate, you know, within a building or a warehouse. And the real advantage with hydrogen is that there's no exhaust fumes, no smoke from the engine, and they actually produce only water vapor. So that makes for a very friendly environment in the building and warehouse. If if you just take that concept a step further, you know, you can extend it to some of these large ports like I think the largest port we have is the Port of Los Angeles, and there's a lot of vehicle traffic in a very congested area. And that could be converted to hydrogen and, and really would make for a better environment.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Your indoor air quality. Well, and you know, at the port, obviously, your outdoor air quality. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not know that.
1: Right. And, and then another step further, there's companies like uh, Nikola is one who's developing long-haul tractor-trailer trucks which run mm-hmm. on hydrogen. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine that that truck will pick up a container at the port Los Angeles and and uh, someday we'll be able to drive clear across the country uh, using only hydrogen as fuel and uh, and that's kind of nice you know you can imagine um, the whole trip would be on uh, renewable energy
0: yeah that's neat that's interesting so so how you know how does the hydrogen work in the vehicle?
1: Okay, good question. Yes. So when we think about hydrogen as a vehicle fuel, most of the focus is on using fuel cells as a means of converting the hydrogen into electricity. And so then you drive a motor, uh, whether it's one on each wheel or maybe a central motor. And that whole thing is a very efficient process. And that's, you contrast that with, you know, if you were to use hydrogen as a combustion fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly will combust. You can imagine that you could inject that into your motor, your your existing combustion engine and power your en- engine similar to the way we do with gasoline. However, the advantage with fuel cells is that they're they're almost 60% efficient in converting mm-hmm. uh, hydrogen and combustion mm-hmm. engines are only about 20% efficient. Interesting. Yeah. So, so anyway, so the bottom line is the hydrogen fuel cell converts the hydrogen to electricity, and then that's used to drive a motor in the vehicle and and uh, make the car go. We talked about electrolysis last time when we were talking about making green hydrogen, and the fuel cell is essentially an electrolysis system that runs in reverse. So you're feeding in air in this case and uh, hydrogen, and then they react. And, and what you generate are electrons, which, which, are then available to drive the motor. The great thing about this whole process is the only byproduct you get is water vapor and you get electrons. So so we're seeing a lot of development, a lot of interest in hydrogen as a fuel and hydrogen vehicles. One term you'll hear is people will talk about fuel cell electric vehicles and that's what we're talking about really. So these are these are electric vehicles, but they have an onboard fuel cell that makes the electricity. Yeah, so that's a good question.
0: You know, is so is hydrogen better than just electricity for vehicles?
1: Yes, to my mind, I think hydrogen has more promise as a, as a fuel because of the distribution. One of the things that's a concern about electric vehicles is that there's a lot of infrastructure and this is, you know, transmission lines and and power generation and so forth that that has to be built to get electricity. To the electrical vehicles, charging stations, you know whether this is at your house, whether this is at a, a station or at your work. You know, even if you think about truck traffic or or long haul, a loves truck stop or one of those big Bucky's truck Bucky's, yeah, yeah Bucky's. Yeah. You know, so for one for one of those truck stops, in addition to corn nuts, you know, they're going to need <laughs> about two hundred megawatts about a 200 megawatt connection to the grid. And then there's all the transmission lines that have to feed that electricity and it has to be generated. And it takes a long time to charge those batteries. Like I said, hours, you're going to be eating those corn nuts inside (laughs) most likely. And that's a lot of electricity to run out on a transmission, like to the middle of Kansas, you know, um, to fuel all those trucks. So the nice thing about hydrogen is, is you can store it on board in, in your tank, obviously, and then you can pipeline it. And so we have a vast network of pipelines in this country. So that's, that's something you can imagine can be adapted. In fact, our natural gas pipelines could even be converted to hydrogen. And I want to bring up another point. There is a potential for a hybrid fuel cell electric vehicle is an electric vehicle. You can also have a battery, a big battery on board, and you can run on battery power. Uh, and then switch over to hydrogen so you could actually run your battery down and then switch to hydrogen and keep going so there's there's a lot of potential for for the integration of hydrogen and electricity in vehicles
0: oh that's interesting well so thinking about the you know combustion engine versus hydrogen you know are there filling stations now for hydrogen how does that work
1: Yes, there are. Um, in fact, uh, you can find a, a nice video on YouTube about uh, the experience of filling up your hydrogen vehicle. There's a number in California, and then there's a number on the, on the East Coast. And if you just Google or uh, search for uh, hydrogen fuel stations, it will show you uh, a map of, of where they're all located. So it's getting more prevalent and, um, and the, and the fact that you can store about five to six kilograms reasonably well is is important. So you have that range. And um, I want to talk about the tank a little bit, because it's kind of a very unique tank. With hydrogen, you have to store it at a very high pressure to get the energy density. So it's 10,000 PSIG, uh, very high pressure. And they have these specially constructed tanks, which are, are constructed out of a, a metal inner tank. And then it's surrounded by an outer kind of jacket that's made out of very strong plastic. So it's it uh, keeps it from rupturing and, and, and makes it very safe. But, of course, all those connections are specially constructed. Um, you certainly don't want to link. But uh, con- contrasting, you know, hydrogen versus gasoline as a fuel, you know, we drive around with 15 gallons of fuel of gasoline in our cars all the time. And it's, a, it's amazing what 15 gallons of gasoline, what the damage that can do. And you know we've made that a very safe process and I think the hydrogen will be also a very safe process. The one thing that I, I would be concerned about is hydrogen leaking inside of an ex- enclosed space in fact like in your garage mm-hmm. um, because it has such a wide range of flammability so there's probably going to be special sensors that you'll have to detect a leak and then also um, you know a vent you you would want to probably to have a vent on your garage. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So to kind of sum up, you know, today's discussion is, you know, what we're seeking is a way to use renewable energy to drive our vehicles. Hydrogen really affords that as well as electricity. So as we go forward, it's going to be interesting to see how each one develops and, you know, the market will decide which way we go, but both options are on the table. I think it's going to be a battle of the infrastructure, you know, whether you're going to install the electrical infrastructure or you're going to install the pipeline infrastructure. But hydrogen, you know, if you think about it, whatever building you're sitting in probably has a natural gas line running to it. So if you think of of our natural gas distribution system in this country, it basically goes from, you know, from the wellhead into every corner of our society. And I, I could see hydrogen... Becoming that in the future,
0: mm-hmm. so oh, that's interesting. Uh, those are some great takeaways, Al, and uh, I love this topic. I think it's uh, it's fascinating. It is fascinating, you know. I mean, we uh, we we've taken a look at electric vehicles as well here at e3. So I think it's you know it's uh, it's all interesting and very. Um, relevant to today's times um so you know thanks al for coming on i you know i appreciate you continuing to keep us updated and educating us regarding hydrogen uh and to our listeners you know thanks for joining today's session we hope uh, there were some pearls of wisdom and just some interesting uh, takeaways from today's uh, today's session. If you have any questions for us regarding hydrogen or other oil, gas and chemicals topics, or you know, even if you have any other topics that you'd like for us to cover during our podcast, we'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, you know, pre- please reach out to us at e3co at e3co.com. And again, thank you for listening. And uh, I'll thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks, Ginger.